Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Huge welcome to Akdong Millwall. I'm here with AMS Mickey. Evening. And one from the enemy, the, the opposition. Omar, how you doing, mate? Good evening, not bad, thank you. <laughs> big game, big game in its way tonight, isn't it? Uh, third place, Burton. Team news, I thought for one awful moment, Mickey, Mickey filled my head up with the idea that David Ford was starting, but he's not. It's Jordan Archer in goal, and we've got Sean Cummins, Sid Nelson, Mark Beavers, Joan Martin. Midfield, Fred Onyedema, Saville, Joel Saville, Sean Williams, Shane Ferguson up front. Deadly duo, O'Brien and Morrison. Right, talk of David Ford. Shame on you, Mickey. What? Talking about David Ford starting you, mate, you frighten me. No, it was only that he was waving, and I thought, fuck me, because surely not. What's good night? The bloody, the bloody ball, this was a bloody ball. There come the teams. The turnout, Millwall. Quite a nice little non leaguey tight, posh non leaguey ground. Reminiscent of Darford, as Homer's just suggested. It is a little bit like. Darford without the charm, without the glamour. It looks like they got the money to buy one, but they can't get another payday loan yet. No, that one's paid off. They got one decent stand of seats, and then three sides of terracing. It's actually quite nice, old school terracing. I quite like it. Teams on the pitch: Burton in their yellow and black stripes, Millwall obviously in blue. I think a bit of white tonight. I'm the, Let's have a look. Oh no, it's blue and white. The old, normal blue and white shirts. And Jordan Archer. Thank God for that. I thought for one moment I was going to die on the M1. Standstill traffic, weren't moving. I made it! Google Maps took me down some uh, rural English roads. Off the M1. Worked my way past the standstill traffic and got back on it and I've only just made it. It's literally about 10 minutes ago, so it's just coming up for kickoff now. So I've got it. That's from a four o'clock start back in London. Things we do for football listeners. So it's just about to kick off. Milgar will be attacking the, uh, the Don Arnold end, whatever that end is called, I don't know. It's got an advert for Don Arnold, whoever he might be. Called the caravan end. The caravan end. We're going to call it the king of caravan. The king of caravan. Don Arnold is the king of caravans. He's definitely the king of caravans. Away we go. A bit like Tyson Fury, the king of caravans, the heavyweight boxing champion of the world, of course. He's brave, you? He's bigger than you, isn't he? He don't know where I live. Online comment is that we've got a bit of a task on our hands tonight, so we shall see. Mickey's just frightened me again by saying Jimmy's being lined up for QPR. He means, of course, Hasselbank, not Abdu. I'm taking it. <laughs> You're doing... What's with you tonight? I do mean Hasselbank, yeah. You and your product course. It's oh. turned your head, mate. It has made me think a bit. <laughs> this is, of course, Mill's first ever visit, I think, to Burton Albion. I don't think we've ever played them before, to my knowledge. What about you, Liz? Any nerds out there can correct me? We've never played Burton Albion. I'm going to say it. And then it gives you the pleasure 
gratified pleasure of correcting me if I'm wrong. I've got ex- I've got ex-wives like you, you listeners. You know, the answers on a postcard. So uh, <laughs> don't be a cheeky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> or email me. At don't give a fuck at CBL. <laughs> Apparently, the ground's ten years old, according to Mix um, Wikipedia. Here, uh, October 2005, it opened for the official opening. Played Chester City on opening day. And they lost one 0 They lost it one 0 Yeah, they're on the attack. Coming down our, our left side. Ball into the centre. A sh- shot on goal. Went far away. Went far away, listeners. First move, first chance. The Burn Albion. Four minutes gone. They're big on banners here, Omer, aren't they? I see like a TIFO-style depiction of Nigel Clough over on, on the right-hand side there. And a few kind of sloganier, sloganistic kind of banners. Very Palace. <laughs> Kind of Palace and also the kind of the atmosphere, like they're trying behind the goal to They're try ultra, and get they're, ultra. they're it's, ultra. It's like a non league kind of filter, really, it really is. I mean, you get that kind of in Bromley's world. They are the Yellow like. Army, they are the Yellow Army. <laughs> Fear the Yellow Army. What, what do you reckon? You could re- drop re- the word ultra. I reckon we should drop the word ultra yeah. in honour of the, the mighty the Palace the, uh, the, and uh, rename it maybe the, uh, I don't know, the Crayon Brigade or the Crayon Army. The Crayon Army. There we go. <laughs> the Crayon Army. <laughs> we won't ever know what the Burton boys think to that idea. They're down at the King of Caravans end at the moment. Burton attack broke up nicely there by Joe Martin. So far, so good for him. You can hear the uh, level of a white sport Milgram draw on a, on a Tuesday night. It's a real tribute to these travelling fans, I can tell you that much. Mick, Mick's just reminded me that this is the Pirelli Stadium. Now, when I was a kid, the, uh, the Pirelli calendar was a source of much... Uh, adolescent desire. Do you know the thing is? I my first sexual that. experience, actually. Yeah, I, I can remember that, but I bet Omar <laughs> hasn't got a fucking clue what, what we're, we're talking about. about. No. <laughs> Do you know what we're talking about, Omar? A, a, glamour, a glamour calendar produced by the tyre manufacturers. I think they knocked it on the head in the year of sexism. And That's it. If anyone's got any pictures of it, can they please tweet it to Omar? Or uh, on, on the Lions live tweet feed? <laughs> Pirelli calendar listeners. I don't think they still make it, do they? Do they? Do they? Do they? they do still make it. Mick, Mickey knows. <laughs> Early free kick from Millwall. Hard to tell. We're standing kind of behind the, well, to the right, to the left side of the goal, opposite end, so I can't tell how far it is. Looks like it's just outside the penalty area on the left side as we attack. So eight minutes. It's probably going to be Millwall's first opportunity to get anything out of the game so far. Going to be a cross. I would speculate. Sean Williams standing over the ball. Come on, you lions, that's right. First chance for to float the ball into the Burton box. Williams puts it in low, too low, really, looking for a headed chance. That was on the not much more than knee, knee height. Maybe if the seven dwarfs were out forward line, it might have worked. As they flicked on, this Aiden the Bruins on the box. Shot on goal, no power. First chance for all taken well by the goalkeeper. Nine minutes. Long ball forward, finds Steve Morris. He's run rightwards. He gets a shot on goal. It's floated shot. It's onto the roof of the net. So over 10 minutes gone, two chances for Millwall, right start for the Lions. The Burton attack as we go past the 12th minute. Forward winger cuts inside, shot from distance. <laughs> Nearly hits a corner flag, so as you can tell by the hoots of derision from the Millwall end. I was um, sent a link to a very amusing clip showing Jordan Archer, the, uh, the Golden, after the Golden Banks-esque save on Saturday. I got sent a clip showing him playing for the Scottish under-21s. 
he makes an awful mistake. He kind of does a goal kick straight out, clips it straight up into the path of the oncoming German who slots it past him. Highly amusing. It's worth checking out. It, it's the antidote to his um, you know, 1970 World Cup save last Saturday. It's awful. In case he, in case he, needs, in case he needs grounding, we'll remind him of that. <laughs> 13 minutes and Burton coming forwards on the right-hand side. Their winger with the kind of like an Alice band type. As he's cross blocked there, they've still got the possession and they'll bring it away. Here they come again, Alice Band coming down the right hand side, he's offside. Here comes the corner. Floating in central, he's in the danger zones on the floor. There's a scrummage from this distance, hard to see what's going on. The penalty claims going on. Hard to see what happened there. Burton players on the floor, goalkeeper. Mill, Mill players appealing for a penalty. I can't see us getting it after this length of time. Referee's picked the ball up, he's going to do a drop ball. Upon what basis, I don't know. Mill players were calling for a penalty there, 15 minutes. Savile puts his boot into the face of a, of a Burton player there. Rightly so, good boy. That's what hey, you do hear it there, the Archer song. The, the Jordan Archer song. It's limited in its lyrical approach. It's, that's better. I like that one better. Puffer's got a new pig bag works. Yep. <laughs> Couple of minutes game delay whilst this Burton player receives treatment for the head injury he was feigning. I think he might have actually got cut. It's not worth doing unless you're going to cut him. That's what I say. Savile. 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 It's a bit of a boy, isn't yeah, it? That's right, yeah. Real Millwall. So coming up for halfway through the first half. Not a huge amount of report. Couple of chances for Millwall. Burton have not look dangerous, they look vaguely threatening without any kind of um, hint of penetration. Yeah, so no couple of chances, not a huge amount to report, dear listeners. A quiet evening in Burton, in Derbyshire. Burton on the break, coming down our left side as we look. Right, they're, they're right. Little overlapping run. Good tackle, fantastic tackle, Joe Martin! Gets clipped from behind, referee don't see that though. You slag. Burton back on the attack temporarily. And the move breaks down. 23 minutes. Just wondering what the King of Caravans actually looks like. I imagine they're like a rather large, perhaps overweight man in a vest, unshaven, but with a right dolly of a caravan. A 60-inch screen he's carrying. He's the King of Caravans. Yeah. A lot of, lot, lot of jewellery, a lot of tomfoolery around his neck, a lot of sovereign rings, a few ornaments, a couple of horse brasses on the wall, maybe even a poster of Elvis. He's the King of Caravans. Aida Brian on the attack here, a little lob, puts it into the net, disallowed, which has gone. There's Don Aimbot, he actually does, he's got a sheepskin coat. He has the kind of, the, uh, the, the, the hairline of the, uh, of the true Gypsy King. But not the Spanish band, it's not the Spanish guitar band, he, he looks like a successful, well-made Midlands businessman. No stranger to scrap metal. There's a low, perhaps the first rendition of the poor little hammer song in Burton ever. Sid Nelson's doing well central defence so far. He's looked quite comfortable out there, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, I think he's probably trying to make the most of his chance, and yeah. it's good to see him kind of come back into the fold, and it's looked assured so far. Yeah, yeah. Here's Burton coming down the left-hand side. Come off of um, Cummins for Burton. Corner kick on the 29th minute. Corner coming to the box. Archer takes very nicely, very comfortably in his style, his inimitable style. 34 minutes. The, hit, the Alice banded winger goes past the middle defender there. I think it was Cummings or Savile. Savile's drawn a yellow. Gone tumbling, looking for the penalty just outside the uh, mill box on the left hand side. Dangerous situation. Mill fans don't agree with that, that's for sure. He dived. He dived. He literally, as he put his foot near him, he just sort of went, 
Let's play dead. Off we go. The, bla- the blagger dived, listeners. The blagger dived. It's one of free kick for him. 35 minutes approaches. It's going to be dinked into the mill box. Opportunity for Burton. Left-hand side, about five yards short of the byline. Big chance for them. Got Edwards and Beavon standing on the goal line for some little routine. It's a goal. Training ground routine. Stick back in the 14 and slots in for the edge of the penalty. A 1-0 Burton. Simple enough routine. They were too clever for us there. And just to rub in the pain of the goal, look at that stupid music to listen to as well. That hurts. That free kick was worked by that full, that Alice Bandit bloke. And they made us pay for it. There we are. Naivety. Yeah, we haven't shown much so far, listeners. A couple of chances, I can remember early on. Apart from that, not a huge amount from either side. And in fairness, that was probably Burton's first real chance to get anything into the danger zone. They've taken it. We've had a couple of chances and not taken it. So there we are. Nice little one-two mil overlapping down the right hand side, ball into the box. Stopped by O'Brien, shot from distance on target. Who was that? that was, couldn't tell you who that shot was from. It's so fast. Sean Cummings, I believe. Gone for a goal kick. Good move, nice shot on target then. Savile's breaking down the left-hand side. He's got Morrison overlapping. Inside back to Savile. There's the penalty Everyone's running the two defenders. That's gonna go for a normal corner in the 40th minute. Maybe a chance we can exploit. Middle corner on the left-hand side as we look from the away end. In comes a corner. Deep, 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 deep. Towards... Oh, off the line. Header from Fred. Off the line, as it looked from here. Very hard to tell, again, from this distance. Low header. Here comes Burton on the break. Burton on the break. Couldn't say it there. Overlapping, running to the box. His opportunity is a 21 inside. 2-0. 15. Burton. Really up against it now, this has a nice break out of defence. Neatly pull away, they do it very well, don't they? Slightly turned over by Burton, two moves, two goals. Probably the only opportunities they've had to look dangerous, to be honest. That's a good point, that's a good point. Yeah, they do take their chances. Yeah. Savile's gone flying into a crunching tackle. The Burton players making a meal of it. Proud calling for, for him to get a second yell and therefore walk. Uh, Goose will be cooked if he goes off, ten men, I fear. 44 minutes. No, it was a 50-50. It was had to be gone for it. Just whether he could draw a yellow card for it. Referee might let it go. He's got away without the skin of his teeth, I think. Skin of his teeth. That was nearly a second yellow there for George Savile. The referee's been lenient. I don't think he'll be lenient a second time. Here come Burn on the attack again. Down the, the right-hand side. They've done it. A lot of pay dirt from this end. Here comes the foulest band. Beautiful save by John Archer. Top right-hand corner. He's balling out his defence. They're giving this player the 11... We let the Alice band way too much space and he's making us hurt. It's, oh, there's another chance there near post ball. We're looking very ragged as the half closes out, gotta say. We've gone for a Burton. <laughs> ball floated in long and deep, headed back across goal, another chance, another shot. Blocked on the line by Joel Narsha. Tip round, the ball still in play back hill, it's gone for a corner. Joel Narsha performs some miracles there, boys. Absolutely, that was another fucking class save, wasn't it? Should be at least three goals now. He's good at those double saves, though, isn't he? Burton corner, late, late, late. Last minute of the first half, extra time. It's a brewery's handball across the box. Mill Clan not happy with their defensive performance tonight that they're seeing. Apart from John Archer, near the applause for John Archer. Half-time, Burton 2-0-0, poor half of football from the middle perspective. 
You got it right home with two really two chances yeah, they're taken both times. You know, exactly. they're clinical, aren't they? It's probably why they're going to go top of the league if they win tonight. I mean yeah. I think we're fortunate we got Archer in the sort of form he's in at the minute. I mean They've had a couple of couple of close chances as well late, late, late there as well. Big so. team talk needed from the manager, I think. Yeah. There we are, half time two nil. Achtung, Milball. Gregory's come into the game. I don't know who's come out. So second half's underway. Millwall attacking the away end. See what we can do. Let's hope for the best, listeners. Come on. Cummins retains possession. A little bit more urgency. He gets clattered by the Burton 15. Goes down. Free kick, Millwall. Collective view is that Cummins got clattered in the bollocks there, listeners. And no wonder he's walking away. He's limping away. He's ball forwards. Seeking out. Said Nelson can't get it. Going over a goal kick. There's Fred just outside the burner. He's dispossessed rather easily, unfortunately. Morris and nobody back here finds Fred. The silly cunt, as he was just called. Actually, does a nice bit of work there. Got two men on him. Still in the mix, still in there. Didn't balk out the tackle there. That's going to go for a. Fred can't stand up. He's right in front of us. Unlucky. It's Sean Williams on the edge of the, mill, the uh, Burton penalty here. Floats the ball forwards, trying to find Aiden O'Brien. Twists and he turns. He can't get a shot. He's scuffed. Gone wide. Goal kick. 48 minutes. As you'd expect, a little bit more urgency about the Lions as the second half opens up. Why we wait till we go 2 0 down to show that urgency? You've got to tell me, dear listener. I don't know. It's like being a boy again. I'm leaning against the, the, the stanchion. These are called stanchions, aren't they? Yeah. No, they're not called stanchions. They're called crash barriers. Stanchions are what we had, used to have on the goal. We don't have those either, anymore either. This was my youth listeners standing up on the halfway line, leaning. Well, leaning against the crash and some tall bloke comes standing in front of you and you couldn't see. It was a different, different bloke each time, but there was always someone taller than you that would stand in front of you. That's a lovely turn by Fred, just outside the uh, penalty. Just raising questions over his lightness. That's a beautiful turn there. He's clearly, he's clearly got, got the, uh, the talent, as we keep saying. That's a poor cross. Gone behind for a goal kick. They're schooled in the continental arts of, you know, time-wasting, uh, yeah. making their chances count. Cheating. Cheating. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Damn foreigners. <laughs> dirty northern bastards. Sorry, dirty midland bastards. They're a useful side, in all fairness to Burton. I've been quite impressed by what they've done today. They've, they've certainly worked us over so far. And we look quite naive by comparison, so, you know. Fred Cat again. Where's the yellow card for that? That's Second stern challenge on Fred Onya Demmer swift succession. The 19 looks like he's getting the talking to. I would expect a yellow card here for that. So indeed, there is a yellow card. Mill free kick. Right side of the, uh, of the half. Yeah, uh, going after Fred. As we said, he's got the, uh, the one touch of artistry in this Millwall side. We're just wondering how Burton's going to get on if they do get promoted to the championship home run. It's, it's quite, a, I quite like it, but it's quite a basic little ground run, isn't it? It's three sides of basic terracing and one one seated stand. It's going to be a little bit lost in that company. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's refreshing to see. It's nice to see a club kind of surge for. But yeah, it's nice to see like, the grounds, you know, it's going to be a lot of work done to it if yeah. they're to get promoted. I wonder if they can adjust the ground, put seats in, I don't know. You get a sense it's an adaptable ground, potentially, but it will be quite a tight little venue at that higher level, that's for sure. It's got a very non-leaguey kind of feel about it. What I'm seeing with Burton is a team with a little bit too much nous. I mean, they've got Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, a man who's played a very high level of football, international, Dutch international. 
And they just know a little bit too much for us, Roma, don't they? they they're, they're working... Um, that was a nice turn there by Aidan O'Brien, but they've got the free kick out of it. It is Premier League-esque. It's just buying a free kick, game management, I mean... It's the dark arts of football. Definitely. Dark arts of football, mate. Long ball out of defence. Steve Morrison chasing it down. The uh, first is going to put it out for a throw-in. Brighton throw-in. 58 minutes. In comes a cross towards Beavers. Headed back. Cummings does want to get in there. It's going to be hoofed clear by the burnt defence. Nice turn there by Steve Morrison. And ball! And ball right on the edge of the penalty area. Number four. Another yard down to be inside the box of the penalty. As it is a direct free kick from Millwall. Just on the edge of the D. Right hand side. There's a close call. He's put it right on the uh, where the D meets the edge of the penalty area. There. Was it in the box? I don't know. Can't tell you. Mick's convinced. Mick's convinced. It was just inside. And he's the fairest, most unbiased man I've ever met, Homer. Where he's moved, but where the linesman was this side of the line. Direct free kick as it is. 61 minutes approaches. Mill crowd playing for a shot on target. They will see something struck on target. Here comes Sean Williams. Little touch. Bang. It's going to take a deflection. Corner. I don't really like watching football from behind the goal. I've never have. I've always been a halfway line kind of player. Where do you watch your football, mate? Uh, I sit on the in, telly. No, I sit on the east. <laughs> I used to sit. I used to sit Jeremy Carl stand, but Jeremy Carl <laughs> What about you? I mean, where do you watch your football? Mate? Do you like the side view, or do you like the behind the goal yeah, view? I'm behind the goal. You're man. behind the goal, yeah, man. I've yeah. Been since I was little, South okay. always have been. So yeah. Yeah, I was it was always. The, that was the pure reason at the time. <laughs> cheap seats. Cheap seats. I, I was always on the halfway line. The old den. I've stuck with it in the West Upper Barricage. You can see the experience of the play. Not that there's ever much experience with Millwall to watch, of course, but there we are. You see the goals as well, Will. That is what's missing from the den, opera glasses. Maybe they should be handed out, branded by a Euro Ferris. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Euro Ferris opera, opera can't glasses. See, can't see anyone paying 20 pence for them. If they do, it'll be once only, and then they just won't return them. Like, when I visit the opera, I use my Euro <laughs> Ferris opera glasses. Seems to have got on my goat a bit, and he's said it's a fair reason. He's, most of these games now pay on a date. Well, this was tonight, wasn't it? Yeah, paying the gate, no problem. Why have we still got the membership in in service? To me, that's a Millwall tax, being taxed on more fans for a pointless reason. There's no reason for it well, anymore. No, there's certainly no purpose for it tonight, mate, that's for sure. I mean, it's never, nothing's ever going to happen here tonight, is it? No, and also speaking to, obviously, the, the Met Police boys outside, they agree that there's no point for the membership. It's not benefiting anyone. And as we all know, when you go to the game, if you are a member, you buy a ticket. You never sit in a ticket where you're allocated. No, no, no. Very few of us do. We don't sit in the, don't sit in the own ticket. No, you don't sit in your own seat in the ground. But I think it's time it needs to be revisited and, um, and possibly point. dropped for next season and just sit there and say, well, it's going to be a rare game where the membership scheme has any impact in this, div in this division this year, isn't it? Yeah. OK, you've got Leeds or whatever, like, if we're in there where, yeah, you know, where, they've, profile, where, yeah. they've, where the old Bill fuckers over. But in this league where we are, yeah. why bother? Apart from That's rob each fan point. £20. Maybe anyone listening from the club wants to get in touch, let us know why we still have it, because I can't think of a good reason, a good answer for you. Well, maybe the MSC can come back with an answer on it. They will. There's a challenge, open challenge. I don't, yeah, I mean, I, I don't actually have an answer for you. I don't have a coherent answer. I mean, I imagine it's, it's still the, uh, the remnants of the uh, Wembley turnout. That would be the reason that, you know, can Mill fans be trusted? That's, yeah, uh, that, that's the most recent proof that no, they yeah. can't be trusted. Yeah, but... I mean, I'm, I'm being devil's advocate. No, so. I understand that. You use the Wembley game. But at the end of the day, it's a, major it's, it's a minority where we get blamed for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody seems to be penalised for it when... There is no other word for it. It's a tax on the fans. Same as the away season ticket. 
again, I don't know if anyone is still buys that. Don't well, I think they said there's only a handful, but it's a handful of the club making more money out of us every time. I mean, look, we come here. Small sums of money. No, you know. I understand that, but come here. Look at it here, right? The freshly cooked burgers, £3.50 for a double burger. Nice cup of coffee. Nice cup of coffee. Yeah, it tasted like coffee. Proper hot dogs. It tasted like coffee. Exactly. Proper chips as well. Coffee, right, Elmer? It was quite nice, to be fair. It was quite nice. There we are. This is Jamie Oliver. <laughs> but we, could get, we got two coffees for the price we pay for one back at the den. No, that's a good point. Do you and know it, what I mean? And it was, it was drinkable so, as well. And I mean, Andy Ambler and the light come out with a thing, well, it's the same as every stadium. Well, it's not. Well, how do they do it here then? Exactly. How do they it's do it It's not the same as every stadium. We just, no, we've just... We just stay in the free car trick, don't we? And we take it for far too long, and it's a joke. And it's one of the reasons why AMS started that we said from day one, if we don't think things are right, we're questioning. And no, good luck to you, mate. And that's the way forward. Just a Burton free kick near the penalty while we're talking. It's shot on target. Ooh. Hit, the, hit the side netting. Sorry. No, I, I, I make you right, mate. I mean, the, the quality of the food here. I mean, you had a hot dog. It looked, yes. it looked all right. It's <laughs> it's nice. Nice. The bread was soft. <laughs> the sausage was actually meat. had flavour. It, it was meat in the sausage. Yeah. It was proper. I mean, what do you get now? You buy a meat pie out the den. By the time you get to the seat, you realise that you need a new set of teeth once you've finished eating it. They've been sitting there forever and a day. I mean, maybe we need to get in touch with Pucker Pies and get them to come down and teach them how to cook a fucking pie. I, I, I don't eat at the den. I'll have a cup of coffee sometimes, but even that is pony. To be no, honest. this is water as shit. As you can tell, not been an awful lot of meal action whilst we've been no, ranting, no. so... So halfway through the second half, a little bit of a brightish start to start off the half, but it's gone a little bit flat and a little bit... Nothing there, Roman, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it just it feels like we've tried and we've kind of had our first wave in the second half, but aside from that, there's not much else to offer. No. It's kind of feel of last season to it, where you're thinking, we've got the potential, but nothing's happening. Ups and coming into the play, Omer tells me. All floated in from the corner, deep towards Beavers. It's on target, it's off the line. He's in it! Lee Gregory! 2-1 <laughs> they look very similar! Don't laugh! 2-1! 16 minutes to go, man! And he's on now! Come on, Millwall! <laughs> you try commentating the game this then, you have a go! Joe Mai from close range, ball bobbling around inside the six yard box, tucked away very neatly. It's game on! Halfway side the burn half, 14 minutes left in the game. You're pressing forwards now. Bit of belief in the Millwall, as you can hear. Cummings, good longish throw. In towards Morrison, gets ahead to it. O'Brien is taken. Surely, that must. Penalty, surely. O'Brien's flat. Offside. O'Brien took a clattering there. Why that weren't a penalty, I don't know. I lost the track of the play there, listeners, sorry about that. O'Brien tried to take the ball, got clattered inside the burn penalty area. Penalty for me, not given. He played well, I think he let him play on, but then he was offside. Morrison's having a word. Thumbs up from Bobby Backache on Aiden O'Brien. He took a right clattering there, Omar. Yeah, I mean, it looked like he got brought down and the ref allowed play, but for me, that's a good penalty. For me, Mill denied a certain penalty there, listeners. Cheating of a penalty, cheating of a goal. Almost a rugby union level kick forwards there. We've got 10 minutes to go, listeners. The crowd are believing. Never ever stop believing. Do you believe, listeners? Do you believe in the God of Millwall? 
pressing forwards now. Cummings throwing towards Steve Morris who gets the flick on. Finds Gregory. He almost finds Aiden O'Brien inside the penalty area. Little pressing forwards with purpose. One ball for easily. Gregory. Goalkeeper takes. Burton on the attack. A shot over, volley over the bar. Right hand side of the uh, mill penalty area. Is that 14? What's his name? What's that? Al-Kahidi. Al-Kahidi. From the Casbars of Cairo to the Burton Albion Brewers. Al-Kahidi's been their main danger man all night. Joe Martin overlapped. Here's Gregory inside. Gregory got clattered. No, nothing given there, unfortunately. The referee's not forgiving us much. It's going to have a mill throwing. Seven minutes to go. Joe Martin going down the left-hand side. He gets a decent-looking cross in. Fred. Oh, overhead kick from Aino Brian headed away by the Burton defender. Mill pressing forward well. In all fairness, since that goal, we've really gone for it. That's our free kick. A little bit of argy-bargy in the centre of defence there. And he got the first yellow, didn't he? Don't know, mate. A little bit of a handbags going on out there. Beavers mixing it with a 30. Yellow card for, I don't know if that's for Gregory or for the four. Hard to tell. Free kick for Burton. That's what I said. It's a cunt, isn't it? It is basically a cunt. Yeah. Pretty much. That was a free kick for us. And he's giving it the other away. Way. 85th minute of the go. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Mill, 2-1 down at the moment. Burton Stewards getting twitchy in front of us now. They're lined up. They, they fear open violence. They fear violence might break at any moment. Getting twitchy, getting twitchy. They all look like they're fucking... We're gearing up for a riot here, mate. Oh, wait. Long ball forwards, Long trying ball. to find Lee Gregory. Oh! Oh, side. Maybe we need to just question him. Here comes Steve Morrison down the left-hand side. He's got Cummins overlapping. Ball into the box, headed up and over. It's going to go for a corner. Millwall corner. Three minutes of regular time plus any injury time. Referee just having a calming word on the... Uh, 
conflict of striker and defender on the goal line. In comes the ball. It's deep. Sid Nelson gets ahead to it. It's up high again. Falling around. Still in the mix. Beavers is in there. Overhead. Over the bar from Fred. No, that was an overhead bicycle kick over the bar. Unlucky by Fred. Ball forwards. Long, high. Trying to find out Steve Morrison. It's going to be a behind. Mill corner. Mill really searching out now for this equaliser. Much, much better second phase of the second half for Millwalls. It's going to be floated in. In it comes. Beavers is in there. It's headed off the line. Ups and takes. Gets clattered. Taken off the off by El Khalili. <laughs> Long ball falls from Jill Nasser trying to find Steve Morrison. He flicks it on. Gregory flicks it up. Taken under the bar by the goalkeeper. Beavers, number four, having a bit of push and shove. Gregory's in his face. Morrison's in there. Crowd want to get involved. The stewards are trying to keep them back. Handbags. Goalkeeper's making that goal. He wasn't. You have a car from old Beavers and he's off. That's a blow. Thanks to our left doing a nut. Stewards involved. Mark Beavers ran in over the keeper. The Burton player took offence to as he went over. He fell over the keeper and rolled backwards. Yeah. Thought he caught the keeper. The Burton player basically went to give Beavers a dig. Beavers basically gave him a good old shove, told him to jog yeah. on. He went back at Beavers. Then a load of them come in. Beavers pushed the geezer chest high away. That's okay, what's raised the his hands, pushed him away. But the geezer was going for Beavers' fake. Copper's in the side stand here. I think there's a few pension books getting waved around over there, aren't Yet another selection problem for Neil Harris now with um, a suspension. Probably a one-game suspension, I think, for double yellow for Mark Beavers. But it does... Yeah. It's going to cause another defensive issue for us. Here comes Aidan O'Brien. Going to go for a little throw. 50th minute passes on my watch. The riot squad lining up in front of us. All bobbling around to that side of the mill penalty area. Burton penalty out, Fred just outside. What can he do? Thompson turns his man, he's going to go for a throw in. I think the game's up. We've got, we've got about 20 coppers gone into the side stand. Well, I would have expected the least amount of problem of all. A fairly mature crowd in there, I think, Mick. I mean, you know, the Millwall Met Police are in there speaking. They seem to be doing it OK. Yeah. And then you just get the old heavy-handed tactics, don't you? That's the problem we've got. I think one's already been ejected, but... Yeah. The trouble is, though, we get the refs like this, and then they wonder why fans get no, an awful, upset awful and everything. Yeah. An awful referee. You know. Long ball forwards. There it is. Final whistle. Burton 2, Millwall 1. There it is. 2-1 loss. Good round of applause for the Millwall team in the event. The end of the game. Much improved second half performance as it wore on. Soft as shit first half. Much, much better in the second half, Millwall. But by then, we're two goals behind, so we set ourselves a huge task. Unlucky sending off at the death of Mark Beavers. There we are, that Burton team are... They're pros, they're pros. I want to say thank you to Omar from Lions Live Radio. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming on the show, Omar. Pleasure, I enjoyed it, really enjoyed it. Thank you to Mickey. Hey, nice. Thank you very much to you as well, Nick. Enjoy your uh, long journey back. I'm only going an hour that way. <laughs> We're going to be back after these messages, after this unfortunate loss at the Pirelli Stadium. See you after the break. Achtung, Mehlball.
So from Burton last Tuesday night, we now switch over to yesterday's afternoon action at the Den in the company of Stuza, the very welcome company of Stuza, covering yesterday's FA Cup second round tie for us. Take it away, Stuz. So, Stuza here, reporting for Upton Millwall. Um, Nick's off being Santa somewhere, I think, so uh, you get to listen to my voice. And more importantly, I get to be the... Uh, weird bloke sitting on his own speaking to his phone for a lot of the game um team today no great surprise i don't think considering there's people out who are cup tired and stuff like that um archers in goal cummins not cummins uh, webster's right back then we've got sid and webster in the middle and joe martin at left back uh williams upson thompson and o'brien in the middle it sounds like uh with gregory and morrison up front um, other points to note I think Jimmy Abdu is back on the bench so he's back uh, and taking a place on the bench and uh, there appears to be about 28 pixels that are already busted on the uh, not so big screen so uh, probably be taking that back to Curry's before the uh, before the Christmas rush I think um, the other thing that I've taken advantage of is sitting in the upper tier for once um, Obviously, all the tickets are the same price, and because I'm uh, Billy No Mates today, I thought I'd take take advantage of Mill's generosity and go up a tier for a change. But um, I'm currently suffering from labyrinthitis, which uh, gives you a bit of vertigo, so I'm not sure it was the best decision. Uh, so if there's no further reports from me, then I've probably tumbled down the stairs and done a Cardiff fan, as it's become known at Mill. That could be the first significant action of the day. Uh, Wickham won the toss and made us kick from the other end, to which we normally do. And uh, in my experience, that never really ends well for us. But uh, let's see how it goes this time. First chance for Millwall in about a minute, I think. Uh, ball just fell for Gregory just outside the area, but went uh, hopelessly over, probably a couple of miles over the bar. So. Um, Lively start straight from kickoff, though. Wickham are really giving this a go from the off. Uh, Look like they want it sliding into tackles and coming at us. So you uh, can also probably hear their fans who come to make some noise. I've already been singing We've Got More Fans Than You, which is probably not too far from the truth today, but uh, over there is uh, worthwhile as us is another, is another matter, of course. You now we're looking good. Martin down the left. Close. O'Brien was waiting to slot it in there, just just outside the six-yard box, but uh, didn't quite make it to him. It's quite lively this already, so uh, could be a good game. Uh, first real chance for either team. Then uh, Morrison played it in, and Gregory got a header to it. It was never really that likely to go in, but uh, forced the keeper into a save from a tight angle. So. Doing alright at the moment. Uh, not many chances either end, but 15 minutes in and we look quite comfortable. So, good chance for Wickham there. We can't let him have too many of those. Uh, Sid got robbed on the wing and the ball was played over to number nine who took his shot from about 25 yards out. Didn't go anywhere near Archer's goal, but uh, as I say, can't let him have too many of those. Another good chance there for Wickham. They uh, slipped the ball through to number 10. He, Took a took a shot, but Sid got back and slid in and cleared the danger. Um, we're let, we're giving them a few chances here. We need to be careful what we're doing. They've got a got a crowd behind them as well, so uh, they look like quite a good team.
I think you can tell that, that we're a division apart, but only just. So yeah, need to be careful, Millwall. There's a real sense that a goal is coming for Wickham. They're pushing us all over. And, uh, one of theirs has just gone down in the area now. It's quite a nasty crash of heads, I think. But, uh, high foot there. This is getting really tasty. Uh, the referee's only stopped it now for the player who went down in the penalty area, just as Millwall on the attack. So uh, that's the reason for the reaction. But we're letting Wickham in all over the place. And... Uh, as I said before, it's quite a dangerous thing. They look like they could cause us problems, so we've got to be really careful. Um, I think we'll be quite glad of this break. About half hour gone, uh, not too much action, but I think Harris will be glad to be able to have a word with the players. And what do you know, their players back up and looking like he's never been touched in his life. Another great save from Archer there. They, we really are letting them come at us now. They, had a player completely free in the area by the penalty spot. He was allowed to turn and get a shot away and it was only Archer diving to his right that uh, saved us again. Good chance for Wickham just before the 40 minute mark. Uh, Sid slipped on the edge of the box. It's all kicking off next to me because somebody dropped a pound. Um, yeah, Sid slipped on the edge of the box. Uh, shot coming, didn't really trouble Archer again, but again. Another one for them, and uh, we'll be glad to get to our time here, I think. Um, more than that, we'll be lucky to get to our time with a 0-0 the way we're playing. Wickham are by far the better team. I do not know how Wickham missed that. Uh, we are totally... Um, yeah, we're just playing the odds here. We really are. Not going to have a lot of chances. That was the best one of the half by far. Ball in from uh, their right-hand side. Found their guy completely unmarked about nine yards out and he scuffed it just wide of Archer's post Archer wouldn't have had a chance but had a go on target so they're still on the up Wickham uh, we need the half time break so that we can come out and turn the tables I think and again <laughs> as the song goes it's lucky they're shit because uh, yeah we are giving them all the time in the world that was a free header in the middle of the box. Well, I say free header, he was about two yards away from two of our defenders, but uh, he should have done a lot better than what he did, which was um, header it straight back across our penalty area. But another chance for Wickham. This referee is going to give us nothing as well, so uh, we Wickham playing well on the ref. Again, not being too great for us. Uh, we're going to be up against it. Um, Upton was being pulled all over the place trying to get the ball in from the left and the referee just completely ignored it. So. And there's another one. Oh. Finally he's given one for us. O'Brien going down in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the pitch. So just before half time, bit of a free kick from Millwall on the halfway line. Let's see if we can lump it in. And that just about sums up Millwall's half, I think. Nelson boomed it up to the edge of the box where their big number six was uh, waiting just to head it clear. No challenge on him whatsoever. And uh, we can get the free kick past the first man. So Looks like this is going to just fade out into a nil-nil um, at half-time. But as I say, I think Mill will be quite pleased with that because uh, we've been second best for most of the half. Every move has broken down after two or three passes. Just can't get anything going. And you can hear what people think of it. Half time, nil nil. Achtung, Mehlball. 
first good chance for us there. I think it was Williams who, uh, ooh, and another one, O'Brien. Yeah, I think it was Williams after taking a corner, got it back from Upton and took a shot that the keeper, keeper saved. First real chance from us, and then O'Brien followed up in the head of the area, but it was a bit of a weak shot that was going nowhere, so. But we look brighter already. Just as I say, we look brighter, Wickham get the goal. Thoroughly uh, deserved for them, unfortunately. But um, just after we attack, they play a simple ball over the top to their big number nine, who brings it down completely unmarked and slots it past Archer, who had no chance. So, not a good start. Already seeing signs that Wickham are going to play for time and uh, become a bit cynical, I think, now they've got the goal. Can't seem to make the ball count when we do get it near the area. Always losing out. Good challenger from Upson. Plays it through to Morrison. The number six has really got Morrison's number today. He looks, like, looks like a decent big centre back, but uh, Morrison's getting no change out of him at all. Oh! Gregor uh. is in. One on one with the keeper. Cleared away though. Looks like Gregor is injured as well. We'll get it back, Aiden O'Brien. Back in again. Really easily. Thompson with a shot. Yes! Come on! Come on! Great goal. Pressure there from Millwall, just kept putting the ball back in. Thompson uh, finally got it about probably 25 yards out and just hit an unstoppable shot to the keeper's right. Uh, beautiful goal. Uh, not that we deserved it, but definitely take it. Uh, one all. The uh, big screen's showing slow motion replay of Thompson's goal, so uh, forget about the dead pixels. It's obviously got uh, all the functionality we need, so we'll keep it for now. All of a sudden we look up for it. Lots of tackles going in, Thompson again, cutting the ball out uh, from one of their players running straight through the middle. Looks like we've woken up a bit. Goal disallowed for Wickham. Absolutely all over it. Morrison run the length of the pitch to scream something at the referee then. Not sure quite what that was about, but uh, yeah, they played the ball in from the left-hand side. Player slotted it in in the middle, but he was clearly offside, but... Lino got his flag up late, but he's been doing that all game, so... They're still in this, Wickham. No doubt about it. Mill look better, but it'd still go either way, this. Good chance for Mill here. Another book in for Wickham, and we've got a free kick just on the edge of their box. Thompson's going across to take it. It was good play by Fred to win it, actually. Uh, Fred's just come on for um, Ed Upson. Uh, the Wickham fans were singing Fred's name, which is a bit of a strange thing. I'll never understand opposition football fans but there you go uh, Williams is going to take this we really should make something of this we're not going to get many better opportunities it's just on the edge of the box to the left he's hit it straight at the goal but the defender just flops in front straight back in from Williams Martin goes up and it's cleared by Wickham should have made more of that good play there good play between O'Brien and Gregory like, uh, we've 
could have had a chance there. Gregory squared it, but one of the defenders got there first. It's a corner to Millwall there. Williams plays it in. Ooh. Webster was there with a header. And cleared again by Wickham. Away with the top from Wickham. Ooh. Sits down well there. So about seven minutes to go. Uh, doesn't look like we're going to get a result, I don't think. So it's going to be a replay, which uh, we certainly probably could have done without, and Wickham will be pleased of. So. The Mercurial Lee Martin is coming on with Aidan O'Brien. So. Aidan's not been his best today, but there's uh, no Lee Martin, let's put it that way. Mel had the ball in the back of the net there from the corner, but uh, flagged for a foul on the keeper, quite obviously, I think. Yellow card for one of the Wickham players though, he went up and seemed to elbow one of ours, uh, right in front of the referee. Even though the referee called it, he thought it was only worth a yellow. Byron Webster's really going off at him. Seems to think it was worse than uh, the ref did, but... And here's Martin on the ball. Bit of trickery, gets the ball in. Cleared by Wickham again, and they could be on the counter here. Wickham fans all of a sudden getting up getting at the ref they think all the decisions are going our ways makes a change good chance here Fred's on the break Morrison got clattered by one of their players as he played the ball Fred in the middle oh, too easy far too easy Fred is really showing why he's a bit part player today as I say looks like we're going to get a replay and there it is the winner for Wickham the Millwall player lane prone on the edge of the area. Looked like, uh, well, could have been a foul, but none of the players are protesting. But again, it was lax def defending. Right. But that's it. Looks like we're out of the cup. Achtung, Milbal. So back from the game now. Uh, just thought I'd sum up quickly what we saw today. <laughs> It was pretty terrible, to be honest. Um, actually, pretty terrible. Uh, doing them a favour. It was awful. I've got to say, from start to finish, um, probably one of the worst performances I've seen. I think just in terms of effort, I didn't think we wanted it at all today. To be honest, you could make the case that some of the players wanted out the cup to uh, concentrate on the league. I know that's a cliche, but uh, it didn't look like we were necessarily up for getting free to round three today. Uh, Wickham were the best from the start. They played some good football. They were hungrier. They wanted it more. Um, they caused us problems all through the first half and Mill really showed nothing at all. I don't think you could say anyone had a good game in the first half necessarily. I'll come on to Thompson because he was a standout for me from the game. But um, even in the first half, I, I didn't even think he had a, a great first half. Sid Nelson, unfortunately, looked like he was a bit uh, ring rusty, as they'd say in the boxing game. I rate Sid, but... Um, I don't think Holloway did him any favours by his uh, motions captain straight after getting in the team last season. At the same time, I do think it gave him some experience and gave him some games. So uh, maybe we will reap the rewards that ultimately. But I think he looked like somebody who needs a few games. It, it, it wasn't the kind of game that uh, was comfortable for him to just be thrown in. I Archer made a good save in the first half. Um, probably kept us in it again, to be honest, which is becoming a bit of a, a frequent thing at the moment, which is not good. Um, although I'm just glad we got him. I think he's an awesome keeper and he's a, a, a great shot stopper, which I always saw as one of Ford's uh, best qualities. So 
Um, I see Archer as almost as good a shot stopper as David Ford, but with far better distribution. That's how I see him at the moment. Yeah, first half, I, Wickham had a couple of players that really stood out for me, and I think won the game for them today. The number six at the back, um, can't remember his name, but he was a solid kind of um, league footballer, kind of lump, but was quite mobile. He outmuscled Morrison for most of the game, which uh, I, Morrison's not a big bloke, but he can be quite physical and, and take it to players. But we just couldn't get a sniff of this guy today. Um, just got my programme here. Uh, Aaron Pierre apparently was their number six. But yeah, he looked good for them. I think the other one that stood out for me was uh, Paul Hayes. Obviously a uh, bit of a journeyman, bit of an experienced head, and I think it counted for a lot today. I think he was wearing their armband as well. Again, physical. Uh, took it to us and was involved in a number of their chances in the first half. So, but yeah, Wickham were unlucky not to go in in the lead at half time. Uh, when we came out in the second half, obviously we should have really gone at them. Uh, being lucky to go in with a nil nil, we should have come out and thought that that was it. We'd ridden our luck and we could have come out on top. But uh, it was a, a terrible uh, mistake to let them have the goal straight away after half time. And it was a terrible goal to give away, really. Uh, it was Hayes who scored it, I think. Um, but he was completely unmarked. A ball came over the top and he was in acres uh, by the penalty spot. He had all the time in the world to uh, kind of wait for it to drop and just place it past Archer, who had no chance for that. So After that, Millwall came back into it a bit, started putting a bit more pressure on. Um, but again, uh, every pass today, or I think I said in the... the Kind of commentary that um, it, we didn't seem to string two or three passes together today. It seemed to be a couple of passes at most, and then that was it. We, we lost the ball. Uh, we were kind of out muscled by them as well, and I just didn't think the midfield worked at all. I think uh, Upson looked lightweight, and again, maybe not great that he's not had many games and has just come straight back in. To me, Williams was the most anonymous, and uh, and on these podcasts, Williams almost becoming my own personal boo boy i've had a dig at him a few times on some of the podcasts i've been on and i know he came up with a winning goal last week and um people some people still really rate him but for me today he was the most anonymous player on the pitch i I really didn't see what he was doing apart from taking our free kicks and corners from which again we didn't look that threatening <laughs> um apart from him in the midfield i thought thompson as i said earlier had a good game i i rate Thompson. I think he's going to be a good player for us. Again, I think I've seen online that some people have criticised him and I don't really understand it. There was a couple of times in the first half where he was the one tackling back and taking a ball off their player, marauding down the middle through um, most of our team. And Thompson was the one who actually got tracked back and got to the ball. So um, He looks like a good player and his goal was excellently taken. I, you, don't, you won't see many uh, better goals than that down there this season, I don't think, for pure... Uh, technique and kind of instincts, just taking it where it dropped. Apart from that, like I say, Morrison completely outmuscled all game. I, I didn't think Morrison had a good game at all. Gregory had seemed to have a complete inability to stay on side today, even in situations where he should have clearly, clearly known that he was kind of in an offside position and could have tracked back and got back on. Aiden O'Brien again, one of his quieter games. I think you see peaks and troughs from Aiden, and today was a, a trough. I don't know who else to mention really. I think I've said about Sid looks a bit shaky. Byron Webster for me, unspectacular, but um, no real problems. I think, uh, I don't think Carlos Edwards at the back was great today either. 
Um, obviously, he's been in and out of it. Cummins has been playing the last few games. But yeah, Edwards look a bit shaky too today, which is a shame because he's been one of our more consistent players over the last couple of years. Joe Martin looked all right to me today. Uh, a couple of times when he was like complaining to the ref rather than just playing on, which might have been better for us. But um, I quite like Joe Martin. I think he's a solid defender. Uh, that's it, really. I, I can't really think of much more to say. Wickham totally, and I fucking hate saying this about other teams, but Wickham totally deserved it. Their fans sung the whole game, which, again, was annoying because you didn't hear a peep from Mill, but there wasn't much to actually get excited about. The one thing I will say about the Wickham fans, although they didn't stop singing all game, it was the usual, uh, straight from uh, the cunt's handbook, How to Be a Football Fan. Uh, like every song you hear other teams singing uh, non-stop. They even gave us a rendition of, uh, they, they started singing at one point the colours of their own kit. They were playing in orange and yellow today. And uh, half the half the crowd would sing orange, half the crowd would sing yellow. And they'd just keep doing that for about five minutes, which I, I, it's getting something. It's like a, a songs for the lobotomised, I think, when you're just kind of shouting out colours. But um, they seem to be enjoying themselves, so... Uh, they also, something quite strange, I've not really seen at the Den that much, was they uh, sung their own song for Fred when he came on as well. And I know he had a good spell with them and scored some cracking goals from him. I thought it was a bit bizarre them singing his name when he came on while all the Millwall fans were quite silent. Um, yeah, as I say, they had obviously had a good day out and uh, they their team deserved the win. So it'll be interesting to see who they get next round. I'm convinced that uh, this will be the year that our conquerors pull out Tottenham away in the third round, but we'll see about that. Yeah, all in all, terrible day. I'm glad I uh, went and sat on my own in the cold, speaking into my phone like an absolute nutter for the whole game, getting loads of looks off people, thinking, what's that prick doing? Um, you made it really worthwhile, Mill. so thanks for that. Uh, hopefully, I'm, I'm determined one day I'm going to do a podcast or something like this, and it's going to be positive. Um, probably come across and sound like I need some sort of counselling after uh, Mill games when I do the podcast because I, I can't remember the last time I come on and it was really really good news but uh, yeah Nick maybe that's one for you don't invite me on if we want to win a game don't invite me on to do the podcast uh, let's maybe get ahead of steam get into the playoff places and then I'll I'll come back and do some stuff <laughs> been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 